Hello, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today as we talk about how to grow your side biz while working full time. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. We've all asked this question, how can I grow my business when I'm working full-time? We all wish there was a secret sauce. And while there isn't a one-and-done answer, I want to share the tips that have helped me become successful in growing my own business while also working a full-time job for an employer. Here are my top picks to share with you today. A CRM. Have you heard the term CRM before? It stands for Customer Relationship Management. Switching to a CRM was one of the best decisions for my business, making my life so, so much easier. Like, I mean, so much easier. Do you ever find yourself caught up in having to send different docu-signs or contracts back and forth and making changes and doing all this and maybe they wanted a different address on it or you misspelled their name? Just so many different things. That takes a lot of time. Well, a CRM allows me to send client quotes, invoices, contracts, and all things client-related easily and efficiently. Once I set up my templates, it was a total breeze. A few clicks and a client's onboarded in my system. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. (laughs) Then everything is housed in one space. I've linked my calendar to my CRM. So once a client is onboarded, their event is on my calendar and their details are all in the system. Another great thing about the CRM is that you can add client notes. Photographers, have you ever had one of your brides reach out via Instagram message with a photo that they want to replicate on their wedding day that's say 10 months from now? Well, you can add that note to their client profile within the CRM. Do you have consultation calls? Add all the notes from that in the CRM client profile. So if and when they book you, you have everything in one place. It allows you to keep deadlines and important dates in the CRM calendar. And like mentioned, if you link it to your calendar, boom, you get automatic reminders. It is awesome. Now let's dive into what setting up the templates look like. If you've used like DocuSign or any of those things, you probably have some contracts already in place. It would be a matter of uploading those contracts and then putting in the fillable spaces for them. Once you've done this, that template is ready to go. Make sure you title it appropriately so it's easy and quick to navigate for you, or if you choose to outsource to a virtual assistant. Also, when you set up quotes, you can make them automatically go to the invoice and contract afterwards. So if the client accepts the quote, it automatically moves them to the invoice and the contract. So super simple for the client, as well as really easy for you. Again, like I said, easy and efficient. For me to onboard a client, it is pretty simple. I just need their name, their email address, the date of their event, and the location. And honestly, the date and location can come at a later time. And this is specific to my photography clients. So once I've input that, then 
I send them a contract, which auto-fills from that information that I've already put in. They have to put their address, they have to put their name, and then they sign. Then I countersign, then we're booked. The next thing that goes to is the invoice. They pay the invoice, then they're officially, officially booked. It's pretty simple, and it's been a huge time saver for me. I've been utilizing the CRM for almost as long as I can remember now, but I do have some scary thoughts of back when I used to have to actually like write out their contract, add their personal information to it, then put it to a PDF, then send it to them. And it was just a lot of back and forth and a lot of room for error. Whereas now the CRM allows me to be efficient and proper. Like there's not a lot of room for the errors. I mean, of course, if I type in their name wrong or whatever the case, there's going to be an error. But generally, it's just copy and paste from the initial email that they sent to set up the session anyways. My next thing is that I want to talk about is using your time wisely. It's so beneficial, no matter what you do, to be intentional with your time. In today's world, you likely find yourself wasting time scrolling through social media or the internet aimlessly. Focusing your time on tasks that will help grow your business is so important, especially when you have limited time to work on your business. Now, I've fallen short on this a lot recently. I'll find myself scrolling through TikTok or Reels on Instagram, and next thing I know, 20, 30 minutes have went by. One thing I've also noticed about this is not only have I wasted that time, but it's draining. Now suddenly I feel like, I should just go to bed or... Oh, I don't have motivation to do these things. And it really slows my pace. So it's really important not to get lost in that because it can affect your mood and drain you in different ways. So limiting your time on social media is huge because you want to make sure that you're utilizing that time wisely. In our home, we found it's easiest to schedule time to do work. Otherwise, we would find ourselves just always working and chipping away at things. So two nights a week we work. One night a week, we'll stay up and watch TV or a movie. One night, we'll relax or go to bed early. And then two nights, we read. The seventh night, it's hit or miss what we do. It could change. And generally, we have like a little structure to how we approach the week. But we also have a toddler. So if bedtime doesn't hit quite as early one night, or we have an activity to do with her that night, or I'm at work late, then we flex with it. Especially if we know we have a deadline coming up or if my husband has some sort of work meeting for his freelance stuff, we'll be flexible and end up working more that week or something like that. For me, it also depends on the season. Like with fall approaching, family photos are going to be happening like every minute. So I'm going to have a huge editing queue. Sometimes that movie night will branch into a work night or we'll have the movie on while I'm editing, something like that. But really, we just shuffle things around to make it work. It's just the above mentioned is our baseline for us to ensure that we do have forward movement in the business while also balancing family time and recharging. That's one thing about being an entrepreneur and owning your own business is that you're ambitious, you're passionate, you have a desire to be successful, and sometimes those blurred lines can leak into family time or into personal time. And so that's why we want to have a little bit of a structure that we approach each week because otherwise... We would just let those passions run wild and it would be amazing, but we wouldn't maintain that work-life balance. That's another thing that you hear often is people will leave their nine to five to work 24 seven for themselves. It doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to hustle hard every minute. 
it's okay to slow down. One of the reasons I love my entrepreneur journey is because it does give me a different kind of freedom than my full-time job does. Don't get me wrong. I love my full-time job and I'm very, very blessed with the current setup that I have, but I wouldn't want to leave my full-time job only to work 10 times as hard. I would only leave my job if it meant that I was working less or smarter, which don't worry, friends at work. I'm not leaving anytime soon. I absolutely love my job, but I'm just saying that don't find yourself in a rut thinking that the grass is greener only to then work 10 times as hard. Again, be intentional with your time and be smart about how you approach things. Another thing that's important is set detailed, measurable, and realistic goals for yourself. Knowing that you work full-time, you may have less time in the day and less time in the week to devote just to your business. So make sure that all of your goals are attainable and realistic deadlines for yourself. Otherwise, you're just going to spend a ton of time spinning your wheels and not going anywhere at all. Make sure that you break your goals up into small attainable goals to get to the bigger goal. In the beginning, your daily goals might be super small comparatively. And then as you grow and get a routine, you'll hit bigger milestones as you continue to grow. The next point that I want to hit on is automation. Automation is so, so important for a business owner. You can work smarter, not harder. And there are tons of apps and programs made just for you. Someone who wants to grow their business, but also works full-time. Using things like Buffer or Planoly or Tailwind are all great ways to automate different parts of your business. These types of apps allow you to sit down and spend an hour or two or three focusing on content and what what your social media plan is. Rather than each day having to sit there and figure out what you want to post and when and if it makes sense and if you're not feeling creative, what are you going to write for the caption? These apps allow you to be successful and intentional with your plan. Bonus, if you have a virtual assistant, they can push the post once the content and captions are in there. So it's a system and an automation that can also help you in the long run when you transition to having team members. There are so many ways to do automation that can hugely benefit your business. If you're like me, writing blogs and content is not something that just takes five minutes for me to do. I have to focus and get in a rhythm. So once I start getting in that rhythm, it lends to a lot of productivity, but I have to have an hour or two to sit down and focus. Otherwise, forget it. So I write a number of blogs and podcast episodes all at one time. Then I'll batch record the podcast episodes and schedule the blogs to automatically go out at a specific time. It's an awesome automation because then I can sign into my blog and just see where I'm at. And half the time I'll forget that a blog went live yesterday and I have two more going out this week. Same with my podcast. The episode goes live on Tuesday mornings at 5 a.m. But I don't have to get up and stress out and make sure it's ready to go. We're proactively doing all that and then automating it. Planoly is also another cool way to kind of have cohesion within your social media platform because you're able to see your grid as a whole. That is what first turned me on to Planoly is that I could be intentional with my grid. And then now I utilize it for my virtual assistant so that the captions and the photos and everything are uploaded and they can push them on the daily when I'm at work or doing other things. 
Also, with Pinterest, we do a lot of automation because we will schedule all of our pins to go out and we're always two weeks ahead. That way, if we miss a week or something gets busy or life gets in the way, we're not falling short on the quantity that we're putting out there and we're still being consistent even if something about life gets in the way for a bit. Which leads me to my next point. Outsource everything you can. As a full-time worker and trying to grow your side biz, outsourcing can be amazing. This is all about focusing on what your strengths are and outsourcing other things. Because if you outsource, let's say, content creation because you're not super good at making graphics, then you can focus on the content of the blogs and the meat and potatoes and the copy of what you're making. Or if you're not the best at doing the copy, but you're an amazing designer, you can focus on the design aspect. Also, you can outsource other things that aren't necessarily business related, like grocery shopping. You could have groceries delivered to your house to save you time. You could have a house cleaner come, a laundry service. Whatever it is for you, you can outsource it so that you have more time to focus on your business and the things that are important to you. I personally don't like writing the captions or titles for my Pinterests, for the pins. I feel like it's not a strength of mine and it takes me a little bit longer. I can do it, it's just going to take longer. So instead, I batch create the content of the graphics and I have my virtual assistant help with the descriptions and titles. And she's really strong in that way. So we complement each other and it allows her to take the time to do that where she's successful. And then for me, it allows me to focus on things that are my strengths. The next thing that I want to focus on is networking. Networking has always been a huge part of my business and how I've grown from year to year. Supporting other photographers, getting to know other business owners, and genuinely interacting has been a benefit in my business, especially with this podcast. One of my goals is to bring guest speakers on who will also share their insights, successes, and challenges to help you grow from a number of different perspectives, not just mine. Networking has always played a big role in the success of my business. And that's coming from an introvert, which I have another episode coming on that soon. But networking, even at my full-time job, I've been able to book some clients simply because they follow me on social media or they hear me talk about, you know, going to a photo shoot over the weekend or whatever the case. And so that's also another way. Now, it depends on your job and what you do and the relationship you have with the company, because of course you don't want to blur those lines. Work, work is work. Business work should not be done when you're on the clock. But networking does have its benefits, especially if you do it well. So I spend time each day on social media, usually in the mornings, just interacting with my audience and my followers and the people that I follow, genuinely interacting with them. That way I can get to know them. I show up in their feed. They might check me out and we're just able to grow relationships that way. It could also look like maybe doing a styled shoot on one of your off days, depending on what you do, or setting up time to meet a fellow colleague in the industry for coffee. Whatever it is, networking can be huge, huge for your business. And it's a great way for you to grow your side gig, even while working full time. Entrepreneurship can be challenging in so many ways, and in some ways, It can also be kind of lonely, so make sure that you're growing that community as you focus on growing your business as well. 
So you may not grow your business overnight and become instantly famous or suddenly become viral. And if you do, (laughs) more power to you. But working towards implementing these things will help support the growth of your business over time while also allowing you to maintain some sort of sanity. Again, like I mentioned earlier, entrepreneurs and business owners are passionate individuals. And if you're anything like me, I go a little crazy sometimes because I just have so many thoughts and so many ideas and I just want to do all things all the time. But that's not always an option. So going into it with a mentality of using your time wisely, utilizing a CRM, automation platforms, and also networking, as well as just being mindful of your goals and setting realistic expectations for you, you will find success. Also, you need to know yourself. For example, I am so much more a morning person than I am a night person. Prior to my pregnancy, I was a total night owl, and I could just get going and not stop until the wee hours of the morning. But once I got pregnant and pregnancy exhaustion hit and then I had a baby, uh, mornings were my jam. They still are. I'll find myself trying to work late at night, but I'm just not successful. So knowing myself, it's better that I just get some sleep and I get up early the next day to do other things. In the mornings, I find myself to be the most creative. I'll start a cup of coffee, I'll walk on my treadmill, and then I'll spend some time just focusing on creativity. This sort of thing looks like blogs or episode writing or writing any copy or anything like that. Generally, I find myself the most creative in the mornings. So I plan to do the harder tasks at that point, like writing the content for a blog post or coming up with the ideas for my next episode. And then in the evenings when we have some downtime is when I'll log into Canva and create the graphics and the the visuals for any of my contents going out because I find that to be a lot easier for me when I'm tired or when I'm drained or when I'm not feeling as creative because that side of it comes a lot more naturally to me. So knowing yourself and knowing how best you work is so important to make sure that you have success in each day. Thanks so much for joining me today in Ginger Biz, the podcast. And until next time, keep diving in.